You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live. Next, featuring intimate and in-depth interviews with Black Hollywood's next edition of stars and influencers. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live. Next. Okay. Yes, yes. What up? What up? What up? What up? Welcome to Black Hollywood Live Next, where we have all the hot topics on everyone who's next up and coming in this world. I am your host, Megan Thomas, and I'm joined by this beautiful lady right here. What's your name, girl? Kiki Ayers. Kiki Ayers. You said it so sweetly. I, I'm sweet. Put some thug in it. Kiki Ayers. Child, yeah, never mind. You, you are some sweet And definitely. And uh-huh. as always, we have a hot, hot guest on our show, and today's no different. We got a handsome hey. chocolatey brother hey. with a little Go oh, I'm sure you've seen him in different movies and TV shows. He's on a show right now on Fox called Backstrom. Give it up for Paige Kennedy. Hello, hello. Look at you, Paige. Hey, look at you. Being cute today with look your sweater. You being all fine and sick. Both of y'all. I'm trying like, to show your muscles no, to your sweater. No, I'm distracted over here. I'm like, dang, I don't know where my eyeline is. Is that your real name, by the way, Paige? Dang, she just go I and right I, I just thought about that. Ba- Actually, uh, my name that I was born with is Felton Eugene Kennedy II. Okay. Uh, Paige came from, um, I, I used to be a rapper in high school, and I went by Rampage. And all of my teachers called me Rampage, except my computer teacher who said, I'm not calling you Rampage. <laughs> Page, but I'm not calling you Rampage. And so when I went to college, the first class that I was in, uh, English class, they asked, what did you want to be called? Right, I mean, right. and, and I was like, oh, I don't want to get embarrassed the first day in college. Let me go with Paige. They call me Paige. And then I just kept Paige, like... You just kept this. Yeah. I mean, Felton's cool too. No, it, it's not cool. It's not it like is. a disease you get on your feet. Oh Why my god! I got rid of that name, Felton, and it's so awkward because I've never said that on air, and you just went right in. But it, no, I mean, you, 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 you know that's how we do. That's what made you ask? Because Paige is not a typical name for a, a man, especially not a black man. Right, how many black true. men know named Paige? I don't know any black people named Paige. <laughs> I only know little white women named Paige, right, and it's spelled right, with an I. Right, right. So I had to ask. Like, wait, where'd you get that name? I like Felton though. Felt. Felt. See, Felly. it doesn't Felt. even sound right. I don't right. really know how you shorten that, but yeah. you know. I don't know how you shorten it, how you make it sexy. Like, how you tell me to come get, Felton, come get this. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just weird. Yeah, you're probably right. Sorry, Paige. You sound like you got money, though. Felton sound like you got money. Right, yeah. yeah, maybe. Felton. Yeah, but tell, her, tell her to say Paige softly and, and sensual. That sounds mm. great. Go ahead. Paige. <laughs> Y'all, y'all feel it. Y'all feel it. Feel in. See, yeah, that's, that's okay. It's okay. So, as always, we talk about what's hot in casting, music, and whatever's big, and what's next in the world. So, let's talk about some casting news that we have going on in the world right now. So, it was recently released that Kevin Hart, the illustrious comedic 
character, Kevin Hart, um, he actually says he will never play a gay role. And he said, um, he was talking on The Breakfast Club on Power 105.1, and he was saying that it's not because he has any disrespect, he he loves the LGBT community, but he just said that he, because of the insecurities that he has with himself, he wouldn't be able to play the role, which I think is honest. Yeah. yeah. Some people will probably hate on him for that, but Paige, did you, you've played a gay role before, right? Yes, I have. But was there any apprehension for that, with that? No, not for me, because I, I, you know, I look at myself as a thespian, and so, you know, in college, I've played all type of things, kings, queens, <laughs> uh, like all type <laughs> of things, and I, you know, I don't want to limit myself just because of, you know, other people's insecurities of that. Right. Uh, so, do you, do you is there anything that you draw the line at and say I can I can't do that? Uh, I don't know. I mean, nothing's come across, you know, my table that I'm just like, ah, not just cannot do that. So, I, I haven't even thought about things that I wouldn't do. I mean, I'm sure there's something out right. there that I might be like, mm. <laughs> but Maybe, maybe if it, if it required, like maybe if the, the, the gay role required like a, a super duper sex scene or something, I don't know, I might be uncomfortable with that. Okay, and, and see, that's kind of what Kevin said. He said, um, the role was actually for the, uh, excuse me, 2008's Tropic Thunder, um, with Ch- he was supposed to be the role of Chino, which went to Brandon T. Jackson. Oh. But he said that the stuff in the original script that they gave him was just too flagrant for him. He was like, they had this character doing a lot off the wall stuff that uh, I just wasn't comfortable with, and so I, I get that. I get that if you see. I mean, I, listen, I, I I played a gay role on My Name Is Earl. I was like a, a gay thug, so it was like the, <laughs> the I was the leader of the black gang, and there was a leader of the Hispanic gang, and we just kept fighting, fighting, and they they put us in a hole together, and we fight, 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 and months later we just fell in love, <laughs> and, then we, and 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 we would we would cause riots. Once we got out, just so we can get together and like smooch and pretend like we're fighting. So like that was like over the top, like funny type stuff, you know. Um, nothing, <laughs> nothing too too bad though. I, I don't know why I'm just. You have a way of like bringing stuff out of me that no one's ever asked me before. That's what we do on this, man. Jesus, I, I'm gonna tell you my. So, <laughs> all right, so um. There was a there was a scene where we had to like slowly kiss, and I just naturally lick my lips a lot. I don't know why. Like I feel like I'm LL Cool J or something. I'm just constantly licking my lips. And he told me he was like, "Dude, do not lick your lips again before we kiss." I'm because it's it's. it's I don't like it. Right. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's just a natural thing that I do. And do you know the next take, right when it was about to happen, I was like, okay, it's about to go down. And I licked my lips and my brain said, uh-oh. And his eyes said, you. And I saw him die inside. And I was like, oh, this is not going to be good when they call cut. I just got to hope this thing keep going on for a long time. I don't want him to call cut. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious, yeah, actually. So. I, I I did play that. Yeah, and as you said, you looked your lips like ten times. Yeah. I don't know. I just I got these big lips. They need to got be them soup cooler. I got them soup coolers. <laughs> <you know? laughs> hey, Kiki, tell us what's going on in the music world. In the music world, um, a song dropped, and you might be familiar with it. Drunken okay. Love. It was made over a year ago. Jay Z, Beyonce, Drunk of course. In love. But 
Lil Wayne and Christina Milian decided to remake it. So you want to see how Ooh. it compares <laughs> to Jay Z and Beyonce, which is huge because it's Jay Z and Beyonce. So right. Let's let's hear a little bit of it. I tried to pick a portion I wasn't too explicit. think about that. <laughs> I'll give that uh, 2 out of 10. 2 out of 10. <laughs> I'm going to get it 2 out of 10. 2 out of 10? Is it that bad? It's not Jay-Z and Beyonce. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you can't remake something that and, you just And like a year later. You know? And, and then like, like an old remake. Like you're making it a year later. <laughs> the song is still hot. No, like you play that in the club and it's still going to jump And then that's, her version's nasty. Yeah. It's like really nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knew what watermelon was when Beyonce said it. <laughs> right? Oh. She, Christina Beyonce is nasty. <laughs> I don't know. She looks sexy in that picture, though. She that tattoo. Right. She She's always good. cute. Yeah, she mm. Gorgeous. Yeah. But what you give the song, Paige? I don't know. I would probably have to hear the whole song because <laughs> I just want to hear Lil Wayne. I mean, but I will tell you this. My honest opinion on this new Sorry for the Wait 2 uh, should have been Thank You for the Wait because we could have waited longer. <laughs> um <laughs> I don't know, like, I, I like Lil Wayne a lot, you know, but something about his voice on this new, this new mixtape he got is kind of annoying to listen to right. for the whole 45 minutes. I don't right, know, maybe right, he should have right. gave us an EP or something, two songs, I, single. Yeah, I heard a few songs, I don't know, I don't know, I'm, I, I need something different from Lil Wayne, I need him to do classical, I need him to do something, <laughs> I need him to sing, I need something new from him, because think about it, he's been out for how many, like, 10, 15? Almost He's been 15 a long years, right? Time. Long like like bling bling days, remember that? Man, like, yeah, no limit. Uh, like that, not, yeah, no limit. Sorry. Well, he, you know he's doing something with no limit now. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like he had something with Master P. Probably yeah. trying to make his daddy upset about that. <laughs> right, right, right. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, like, I just, I don't know. I love Lil Wayne, but I need something different from him. Me too. I feel like it's the same thing. I feel like right now he's just like good as a featured artist rather than. Oh dang! Has he been demoted to? No. <laughs> well, he does that a lot. I'm saying that, but that's what he's been doing. So yeah, he's been like, doing that a lot. You know, Drake right. has been killing it. He's kind of just been sitting back on features, hitting on, uh, get, jumping on Nicki Minaj's songs, Drake's right. songs, everybody's songs. But yeah, yeah, yes. Alright. Well, let's talk about the next big thing. Cortez is not here, but he wanted y'all to know that there is something else going on in the world. And the next big thing is dun, 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 the Belfie stick, y'all. Now, when I saw this ad, I was like, what is this? Like, this ad doesn't tell me. Like, does it make your booty big? Like, what is it? Let's go to the next picture. So, what it does, it's basically this stick that you put your phone on that you can take a picture of your butt. Hilarious. Hence, Belfie. Yo, the butt wow. selfie. And I was really like, people are going to buy this, and I guarantee you, somebody's on Instagram like, oh, I need that with this Bluetooth uh, clicker. Wow. So okay. don't send it iCloud. Don't send it through I know, iCloud. right, right, right. right. <laughs> Belfie. Yeah, look at these other pictures. Like, And I was like, how does this really work? So then you see the hey. type of pictures you can take with it. Why is he taking one? What right. is he doing? His dog like, really? Right, You right. got me in this self Belfie with you? <laughs> You gonna put me in a belfie with you? <laughs> now we both look gay. Come on, bro. <laughs> but it does look like somebody else is taking the picture. I wish they would have used better models. Come on, man. Yeah. Why would they need to look at their booties? They because got, everyone wants to have a belfie page. I don't know, but sh- are you gonna be next the, with the, the belfie? white girls? Nobody. <laughs> I'm like, why she need a belfie? <laughs> well, maybe this picture's a little bad. Eh? <laughs> 
the next one. Hey! Oh, All right. Wow. Whoa, what? she got it. Okay. Come on. That's a bit much. She's using it for two things. <laughs> she going to buy the belty? Oh, wow. Am I going to buy the yeah, belty? Yeah, Paige. You going to no. show us what you want to No. No. I'm not going to buy the belty. <laughs> On your vine, we're not going to get to I don't yet. need the belty. <laughs> what if a girl asks you to buy a belty? For her? Yeah. <laughs> no, I just, I'll just do it for yeah. her. <laughs> Like, hey girl, I'll be your belfie. I'll be your belfie. Can I be your belfie, man? Huh? Can I be your belfie? Well, I think I'm a pass. Right. Right. Yeah, cool. yeah. So let's talk about you some because you are hilarious. Hey, hilarious. So we're gonna get a little bit into your life. Yeah, we're gonna take it back to the beginning. Back. Back. Hopefully, you can I'm so nervous right now. Back. Gonna take it back. I know you were sweating. I'm sweating. So I know you were born in Detroit. Yes. And then you, when you were, you moved to Los Angeles with your mother when yeah. you were six, and then you went back to Detroit to reunite with your dad. Yeah. So, so I, I was born in Detroit, and then when I was two months old, my mom was like, "Screw you, dude!" and came to Los Angeles. And then when she was here, you know, she was she was dealing with being young, and right. and so she sent me back to my dad when I was six to de- Detroit. Detroit. How was that to know you went through two different cities, but also go back and forth between two different parents? Well, it was it was it was interesting because here, you know, when I was in Los Angeles, I think your memory only goes back to what, like around five Absolutely. or something. Yeah, you yeah. Don't even remember so I only remember like maybe like a year or two being in Los Angeles. And I, most of the time, I just remember being by myself, you know, because she was out doing her thing, whatever. But when I went to my dad, it was just a whole different thing. For one, it was cold there. Right. For two, he had more, he was more established, but he also was into more stuff. So I saw a lot of a lot of crazy things growing on, but but I think I needed that father. You know, I think I needed that father to to you know help me become a man because my mom was you know she was she was out doing her own thing, right? Absolutely. You know, so I would have been raising myself. Absolutely. Right. And your father passed. Yeah, my dad died when I was sixteen. Um, wow. And I was in high school, and you know, he, because he. He always tried to teach me about education. You know, that was his whole big thing. I was like, all right, well, I want to I want to finish high school. I want to go on to college. And that's why I continued to go to different levels of colleges, mainly because he, he, you know, he busts his ass to make sure that I was going to be right. You know, so I wanted to go to make him happy and proud. Right. He was a doctor, right? Yeah. Did you, Why didn't you want to become a doctor? <laughs> he wanted me to become that. Right. Like, you know, he, he, he ended up. <laughs> I have this thing on YouTube called Draw My Life, uh, and, and it kind of like breaks down like the whole situation of what happened, but my parents were a trip, you know, so my dad was a doctor, but he was slash drug dealer too, so he left, um, he, you know, he left the hospital to start his own, his own practice called Rex Click Study Group, where he taught LPNs to take the state boards to get their RN license. Oh, cool. And, you know, I used to help with, you know, putting the pamphlets together, copying this, doing all that. And he wanted me to continue that. You know that company, but that's not what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So you wanted to be a rapper. At what age did you decide you wanted to get into acting? Well, okay. So I mean, I wanted to be a rapper, but I initially I wanted to be an entertainer, gotcha. pretty much. Gotcha. You know, um, and I felt I figured out that I wanted to be an actor at seven. Wow. You know, I started rapping at seven. I started rapping at seven. I figured out I wanted to be an actor at seven because. Uh, 
Michael Jackson was my hero, and he still is to this day. He's like the biggest influence of mm-hmm. anyone that I've ever had. And he he played the Scarecrow in The Wiz, and that was my favorite movie. And that's what made me want to be an actor. A scarecrow, the scarecrow. <laughs> have you have y'all seen the Wiz? Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. He's yes. on there. He's yeah. on there. That's right. <laughs> that 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 role is what made me want to be an actor. All right, all right. So I know you attended Western Michigan University and then transferred to University of Delaware. Yeah. Well, initially, when I first left high school, I went to Grand Rapids Community College because I thought I was going to play football there. Like some of my mm. football players from high school had went there. I thought that I was going to go there and play football, but that didn't happen. I went right. there and did not make the team. And I got into theater because I figured, well, the best actors came from theater anyway, I thought. So I was like, well, let me jump into theater. So I did theater for two years at Grand Rapids Community College. Then I went to Western Michigan University. Okay. And then why did you decide to transfer to Delaware after that? Well, I graduated. I graduated uh, university. And like I said, I wanted to... I'm somebody who, you know, I want to be great. I I want to be great because, like I said, my influence was Michael Jackson. Yes. You know, and so my brain is, like, like geared towards that. Like, Kobe and and Michael Jordan are, like, my favorite basketball players because of that fortitude, because of that that will to want to be great no matter what the social game is. Whatever people think about them, they don't care. They only care about winning and and being profound. And so that's how I wanted to be. So I was like, well, let me go and continue my education so I can become a better actor. So I went to University of Delaware to study Shakespeare. Um, cause that was, you know, that was my favorite, that was my favorite playwright at the time. So I went there for a while to do that. No, we gotta hear some Shakespeare. Cause it's not everything. Yeah. Yeah. A black man from Detroit doing Shakespeare. I know, right? That's crazy. Uh, okay. I mean, I can do something from this play. <clears throat> my favorite, my favorite Shakespearean role, uh, is Richard the Third. Um, so I can, I can try and do something from there. Um, now is the winter of our discontent made glorious summer by this sun of York. And all the clouds that lowered upon our house in the deep bosom of the ocean buried. Now are our brows bound with victorious wreaths. Our bruised arms hung up for monuments. Our stern alarums changed to merry meetings. Our dreadful marches to delightful measures. Because I really thought you were gonna be like, you know what? Never mind. Yeah, you better use your movie trailer voice. Hey, you, you do know. have a movie trailer voice, like now in theaters. <laughs> in theaters this summer. Yes! Megan and Paige. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Rated R. Yes, it definitely no, has uh, to be rated R. No, my mom and daddy got to watch PG-13. Oh, no. Come okay. on, man. Yes, yes. Are no, no, we uh, there yet, movie? Right, right, right. So, Straight uh, to DVD. <laughs> so back in 2005, you starred as Caleb White on the hit show ABC's um, Desperate Housewives. Yeah. Why did they end up going with another, char- another actor for that character? Well, listen, I've been... I don't know how many times. I mean, in in this business, like, you can always be replaced. And I've been replaced, like, a number of times. And they never actually really give you a legit reason why. They just tell you, you know, that the producers decided that they wanted to go a different direction. And then that's the only information you could take there. From there, 
you get all type of, you know, other stuff, just hearsay stuff of, of, of what happened. So I have no idea why they decided to go a different way. I was on, a, um, I did a pilot with uh Alex Borstein called Life at Five Feet before that too. And we did the pilot and we we thought it was great or whatever and then I guess the test audiences thought that they didn't believe that. I was her roommate. Uh she played Miss Juan on Mad T V oh, and, yeah. and and Lois on Family yeah. Guy. And same thing. They just said, you know, the producers decide they need to go a different way and they recast and so, you know, for me, I just have to to take take the money and and, <laughs> right. and move on, you know what I mean? So that's what that was. Well don't worry about it. You're probably too sexy for that role. Hey. <laughs> that was my show. Hey, yeah, I mean I listen, I, I, I had I had fun on there. I thought that I was doing a good job. Um that's still a role that I would like to play. Like I feel like I feel like I have something to offer a role like that. I have a vulnerability to bring to, you know, like a sensitive character like that. Okay. I know it we'll sounds see. weird saying no, no, sensitive no. character but when he's good. like, ah, like a monster, but. No, but he was like, uh, he was what, autistic or yeah, he had something, right. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that role. I, I was still, I, I was still want to, you know, I, you know, I was still want to do something like that. Right, right. Okay. So then, uh, that year also you, you had a recurring role on the TV version of Barbershop. Oh, on Showtime yeah. and who was starring um, Omar Gooding Jr. And so John Ridley was, I believe, the director, or he directed some episodes. Mm-hmm. He he also wrote the screenplay for Twelve Years a Slave. Um, what was it like to work with him? Well, I mean, it was dope. I mean, he, he he was he was always like like you know welcoming to me. He was he was always uh, complimentary and. That that's a show that that I got to jump in and out of. Like I recurred on there, but it was fun. Like right. that character was just big. Tricky was his name, and he was so just free and alive. And 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 I've been lucky in a sense in in Hollywood to to play characters that are like alive, which allows me to just completely be free and do like whatever. Um. So that's that's been kind of fun, you know. Obviously, I have the grass is always greener on the other side. I'm like, oh, I want to be lead man. I want to be able to kiss a, a girl. Uh, <laughs> <honestly>. <laughs> I want to be the boyfriend. But um, character roles are usually like the most rich, you know. And and I've been fortunate enough to 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 play those, and, and that was one of them. Yeah, that's a good show. I actually liked it. Yeah. And so you started another Showtime hit, Weeds, as yeah. a drug dealer. You turn. Yeah, you turn. Um, and then you also, a lot of people know you from the Spike television show, Blue Mountain State. Yeah. Where you played a quarterback, right? Yeah, Radon Randell. What was it like? So you got to put your football skills back to use. Was it hard? Like, since you hadn't played football in a long time, or was it like, oh, this is all coming back to me? No, it, like... Crazy enough, it was very difficult because of the position. I never played quarterback ever at any time. I, I was a running back my whole life, and so to be a quarterback was 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 strange for me because I had to learn how to do. Like that's like the most difficult position on the football field. Right, and yeah. if you've never, like I never even played around like I was the quarterback, <laughs> you know. So 
it was it was it was challenging at first to to learn all of the the techniques of it because there's a lot of specifics that I didn't even think about. You, you know, you don't think about something unless you're immersed in it. So the way that you catch the ball, right. how many steps back you got to take, the way you have to take the steps back, how you got to hold the football up the whole time. It was like a lot of stuff that I had to learn quickly because <laughs> I didn't learn that until right. like right before we start shooting. Right, so right. I'm like, oh, I better learn this quickly. So it was, it was funny, you know. A lot of those football players, they were laughing at first because there was like it was like you know what I mean. They're like, oh, they got this guy. Like, what is he doing? Look at him. He looked crazy. But <laughs> but you know, I ended up learning quickly, and they had a nice uh, stunt double too for me. So <laughs> that helped out a lot. But that that role, you, you mentioned those two, and Blue Mountain State probably is the most fun I ever had on a show. And I think the U-turn role on Weeds was probably the most fulfilling as an actor um, because I got to work. Mary Louise Parker is right. like, she's just amazing. And, and Romney Malco. Uh, and I got to play with those guys. And that was, that was fun because it was so organic. And, and, you know, we all felt like on the same playing field and they trusted me. And I, I had the most, you know, the most fun time ever, like, breathing as an actor doing that show. Mm-hmm. What what other roles do you want to get that you've never gotten before that you're like, that would be such a big dream <clears throat> fulfilled if I got that role? For one, the, the, the artistic role, I, I, I would like to do that. Um, and I also would like to, to play, like, a real person, like, you know, some someone who was like an iconic figure, that like I a biopic. Yeah, like of a biopic. Who? I don't, I don't know of who. I yet. know you thought about it. I mean, <laughs> I thought, I, I've thought about stuff before. I mean, probably not not now. I'm I'm too old now. But like before, when I was in my twenties, I used to want to do Mike Tyson. Yeah. You know. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, th- that was the only one that I was I was thinking in my head that you know that 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 might be fun to do. But mostly the reason I want to play those roles because those are the ones that get the acknowledgement, yeah. like those and the war goes too, right. yeah. you know. And, and I I feel like that's what I want. Like I want to be an actor who wins an Oscar. You know, mm-hmm. like, like that's that's a goal of mine, and that's a goal that I feel like is not just like everybody wants to win an Oscar. Right, like right. I feel like I have the potential to be able to do that if I'm put in the right situation. Right, mm-hmm. right, and that is the case, especially with your new TV show. Man, I win an Oscar, but I might win. <laughs> no, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Golden Globe, something. Um, yes, the show Backstrom. Yeah, that features Rain Wilson, who is hilarious, yeah. and it's it's definitely gonna be a hit. It just started on Fox. So tell us about the show and tell us about your role on the show. Well, this show, Backstrom, is um, it's a one-hour drama, but it's kind of like a dramedy because, you know, you, you have Rain is funny, right, even though right. he's playing like this misanthropic anti-hero. He's still funny and sarcastic and snarky. Um, and then my character, this is the first time that I played a role that wasn't like I just described, like just out there where it's just like... Uh, you know, like right. crazy right. guy. Like, 
This this I play Officer Frank Moto, and he is a ex mixed martial arts fighter who has turned his life over, and, and he he's he's joined law enforcement. But his through line is he constantly wants to to move up to become detective, you know, like everyone else on the show. And right. so he's working to to do that. So everything is like his ambition to become detective and prove himself. And so he you know he's a straight guy. You know he, he's he's loyal. He's He's the guy that you want in the fight, um, and he's constantly trying to learn. Even though he might be a little slow at things at first, you know, he never makes the same mistake twice. So it's right. fun to play him just because it's different. But it, it's also nerve-wracking because I'm used to seeing myself as, bah! and now I'm just like, Ugh. and I'm just like, wait, am I boring? Am I, like, am I, you know what I mean? Because right, I'm used right. to, but um, so that that that's been a, a a good opportunity to see myself as that. What is it like? What was it like the first time you saw yourself on the screen? First time I saw myself on, <laughs> you know, the first time I saw myself on the screen was uh, like fourteen years ago on the show called The Fifth Wheel. When uh, I first got here. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that a dating show? <laughs> yes. Yeah, show. I love that show. I love when that I first show. got here, uh, <laughs> they found me. I don't know where. I think I was like walking through Century City or something. <laughs> and someone came up to me and was like, hey, you want to be on this show? And I'm like, uh, maybe. <laughs> and I did that show. And that was the first time that I seen myself on TV, and I was just like, I was like, oh man, this is crazy. What happened? Right? What happened? Did, did you win? Well, I mean, <laughs> I I got picked. You, have, you were like the last one. Standing, yeah, I know. She's huh? like, wait, you? Are you serious? Hold <laughs> no, on. I'm Let me go look up this on YouTube because <laughs> I need to see this for myself that she picked yo. But no, but it was it was I was me, and it was uh, it was me and this light skinned guy. <laughs> It's important for the story. And then the fifth wheel was another pretty boy, light skinned guy with the curly hair and suave, whatever. Right. Um, and but, but they both got so drunk, like that uh, they were just I don't know. They were just kind of all over the place. Um, and so everybody, and, and the sad thing is, all three guys picked the same girl. Even though the girl that no one picked, she was she was really pretty. But right. I think she got drunk, too. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, they we all picked the same girl, and, and she chose me, and you that was cool. You called her after? Yeah, I called her after. <laughs> And then what happened? Did it really blossom into real love? Or was it like, yeah, it was just my no. show. We cool. Like, that's it. No, at the time, at the time, she, you know, she was, she was a little older than me. Um, and I mean, nothing, nothing transpired really after that, but. That's all right. <laughs> that's cool. I mean, you know, shout out to, to Lakey. I think that was her. Name. <laughs> She's watching this now, too. Hey, like, you know, like, no, it's Lika. Hey. <laughs> right, right, right. If you're watching this, Lakey, things could be different now. You know what I'm saying? Right. Hit my YouTube. Uh, dive in my DMs. Yeah, dive in my DMs. Right. Speaking of which, you're like a ridiculous Vine star. Right. You have 2.4 million followers. Yeah. That's ridiculous. It's crazy. How many of those are fake? Nah, they're not That's fake. They're legit. <laughs> no, they, they definitely are legit. You have, like, so many videos, and they're so funny. And so, whose phone is that? Is that you? That's ghetto. 
If it's not me, do I get to have that same <laughs> with you that I had with that guy in the... Which one? <laughs> Can you be him? No, uh, that's see, not that's me. That's why you gotta turn your phone off. This not is me. not me. Not Who's me. this? Is? Look you wanna see my phone? I don't even have that ring Mine ain't even over here. Uh, not me. That's not me. Who is it? Is it Steven? Is that producer right. Steven? Why are everybody being quiet about <laughs> right, right. it? Everybody's sounding like, like, I don't like know Tom Brady. Who, who right, right, right. So let's talk is. about your vine, uh, your vine situation here. You make a lot of vine videos that yeah. go viral. So yeah. a lot. It's like what? What got you into doing this? Well, you you know what got me into to doing Vine is funny is because I got into YouTube, and for actors like a few years ago, you asked me if I want to do YouTube. I'm like, why? Like, why would I do that? Right? It's you know because I didn't really know the power of YouTube, and then once I figured that out, once I figured out that that for one. I could find the audience that I already generated from television and movies. Mm-hmm. I could find that audience on there and they can follow me. Right. And also, I can gain a new younger audience, which you always want. You know, I started to say, okay, well, let me create content on YouTube. I started to do that and I met, um, I met a close friend, uh, King Batch and we started doing YouTube together. And then Batch, found Vine and he started putting me in his Vines and at the time like you know I was busy like working on my third YouTube channel like doing my, <laughs> I was doing my vlog channel I had time like you know I already had to like produce three videos a week for YouTube I'm like ah another I don't have time for something else so I would do his Vines with him just because like he's like hey jump in his vine and he start growing so fast and I was like why are you growing so fast <laughs> like he had a hundred thousand followers and like he had only been on it maybe like three weeks or something wow. and he had got a hundred thousand and I was like alright I'm in all his vines maybe I should start <laughs> trying this myself right. and you know and so I was a little late you know, jumping in, but, but then I jumped in and, and we just went really hard. We, we literally made it like a job. So Monday through Friday, me, King Batch, Daystorm, and like maybe, maybe, uh, you know, a couple girls at the time. From nine to five, we would go to Daystorm's house and we would just vine all day. So right. we'll put out like four vines a day or we'll put out, you know, and then mine start to change and evolve or whatever. And that's what we did. We did that for a clean eight months wow. every day, every day, just dedicated to creating this content. And it paid off. Right. For all those people like, I'm going to be a vine star, but wait a minute, I got to do nine to five, eight months. Yeah, we, 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 it was literally our job. We would go every day right. vining. And so, you know, it, it's not easy. It's, it's difficult, you know? Right. And I, I see your son and a lot of them. I need to call the people because you be beating <laughs> your son <laughs> in your vine. <laughs> We're like the, you know, we're like the 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 black Homer and Simpson, like Homer and Bart. You know, we're like the real Homer and Bart Simpson. So, you know, my my son actually, you know, I've been filming him since he was a baby. Like, um, he's just, I don't know, something about him. When you turn that camera on, ever since he was a little kid, soon as I and I had a flip phone too, I used to, you know, record him on a flip phone. He just go crazy, and so it just was an organic thing for it to happen because he, you know, he looks like me, he's a ham like me, and it just became that. And I think we did, you know, one of our one of our first vines was something. 
that he did stupid and I was like <laughs> alright let's, let's figure out let's let's do this in a vine let's make the same scenario happen right. in a vine and I think it was like one of our biggest ones um, and and you know it took off from there you know that's good. I ain't gonna call the people on your name. No, I don't call the people. He, he loves it. He's mm-hmm. like, he's like, he's like my little stuntman. That's so right. He, oh yeah, beat him. <laughs> oh yeah, we see. He we see loves the it. I'm telling you, he loves it. He loves it. He loves it. And you know, we take little real life situations and then embellish them. Like I don't know if you guys saw, but like one of the, the biggest ones that we have is. Um, um, it's called What's the Number? Um, where I'm pretending like like I'm dead, and and the girl's like, Oh my God, he's 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 dead. Someone call nine one one. And Tim is like, What's the number? <laughs> and then I wake up from the dead, and I'm like, Really, nigga? What's the number? <laughs> so you know that 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 took off, and so. That's good that you get to bond with your son. Yeah, and I, you know, I, and I got him. A, I got him an audience. Now I just need yeah. for him to. Now I just need for him to see. That's a tough thing. Like for me, I just had to take my own hunger and passion and work for myself. Like for him, I'm trying to teach him that same type of thing. But you know, like kids nowadays, like they feel like entitled. You know, right. so he has all of these followers now, and he's just like, eh, I don't feel like making them. Mind. <laughs> and I'm like, you need to work that. Those aren't for you. Those came from me. You need to make your own band, and you need to give him a reason because you know he gets mad. We go out, and they ask to take pictures with me. Then I always ask for him. And he's like, so Why they ask him to me? take the picture? Right? Yeah, exactly. It's like, hey, can you take a picture of me and your dad? Thanks. Good looking out. You know, and he's like, I want to, and I'm like, well, work for it. Right. Yeah. You you have a platform. Look at all these people that live in Arkansas, live wherever, and they would kill to have an opportunity right, right. to get their hard work that they have seen and he has a platform and so now he needs to do the work right 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 let's talk about dating the- we always do that on next <laughs> what's the deal <laughs> We got time. We can keep no, going. Go ahead, drink your tea. I'm, I'm, I'm coming. Go ahead. Right uh huh. Tell us. So, are you dating anyone? Are you married? What, what's the status? Because there's a whole lot of ladies watching this. Want to know? They don't want to know. Yes, they do. They they're heard, looking they right now. I did that thing with that Mexican boy. And like, uh, I'm cool. So there might um, be some men out there as well. Look, checking for you. Well, in that case, so. yes, I have a girlfriend. No, okay. Yeah, I, I, I have a, I, I have a lady. What what do you look for in a woman? What what are the top I guess top qualities or attributes? Um, I, you know, I would like somebody that's for one, you know, that I can trust. Uh, that's like the biggest thing. Right. Um, I like somebody who I think is funny, um, obviously attractive, uh, and somebody who I feel like you know. Um, is passionate and down for me and what I'm trying to do in the world, you know, because like I said, I'm trying to make an impact that lasts, you know, when I'm gone. Right. And so that's really important to me. And, you know, I do that, you know, that's like, that's number one to me is like, is, is being, being able to motivate and create this content that motivates more people to want to do, you know, what I do, and so I want somebody who stands behind me in that. There you go. With Sign Megan's lady. hair. With Megan's hair. <laughs> with, with Megan's hair. There you go. Like, Megan. Just so Y'all you guys can buy know, this. I, I want to let you guys know that this is legit. Legit. <laughs> <laughs> 
this is seriously but you legit. You can buy this as Smell well. Good. It's so legit. Like, you can buy this from a Smell. Malaysian. You see that no, do you see the roots? The roots is like <laughs> the roots tell no. the truth. That's what I'm saying. Y'all ain't seen these new uh, lace front wigs that they got. You can't even no, tell. No, no, no. no, no, no. That's, that's, that's legit. Lace front gonna be all raggedy. Yeah, like, the the new forehead yeah, part yeah, is a little. It's a new one. Y'all so wrong. I'm on I'm, I'm Paige Kennedy at all social media so Instagram YouTube Facebook Black Planet I'm Paige Kennedy everywhere and that's Paige with no eyes just Paige like Kennedy. turn the page like turn the page like can I Paige Megan later <laughs> Girlfriend, where's your girlfriend saying. at? Right. I just want to say hey, hi to you sometimes. That's all. I'm trying, girl. I'm trying to. You can find me on social media, Instagram, and Twitter at Kiki Ayers, K I K I A Y E R S. And you can find me, Megan Thomas, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Meg Scoop. And don't forget to catch Backstrom every, what is it, Thursday? Thursday. Thursday, 9 8 Central on Fox, so you can see Paige Kennedy and his funny antics. Hey. And as always, don't forget to follow us, Black Hollywood Live, online and all your social media. Until next week, y'all. Bye. From producers Maria Menounos, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.